0: Hello, and welcome to morning prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Friday, and we are in the season after Epiphany. In this season, we have followed Jesus from the beginning of his ministry, from his baptism until the Transfiguration, when Jesus turns to head toward the cross. The story of the Transfiguration is the story that we will meditate and ponder on uh, this morning uh, as we hear that story read to us from Matthew's Gospel. We begin our time of prayer. In silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light, and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hands are the caverns of the earth. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets, but in these last days, God has spoken to us by a son. A reading from Matthew chapter 17, we read verses 1 through 9. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun and his clothes became bright as light. Suddenly there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will set up three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, the beloved. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. What a surprise it must have been for Peter, James, and John to see what they saw on the mountain with Jesus. What a surprise. And maybe, at the same time, it might have been exactly what they were waiting and hoping would happen. I'm not talking about having some kind of amazing, miraculous, supernatural experience of God's presence or or being uh, part of a special revelation about uh, Jesus that they were somehow just witness to privilege. So I'm talking about some kind of special experience, but... But what they were waiting for and what they were hoping for and what Jesus was proclaiming from the start of his ministry was that the kingdom of heaven had come near. Jesus' message up to this point had been, turn around for the kingdom of heaven has come near. Repent, believe the good news and come and follow me. So when Jesus is transfigured, shining like the sun, and Moses is there and Elijah is there and they appear to him and they're talking to him, Well, who can blame Peter for jumping to conclusions and thinking that the end of the age has come finally at last, and all of God's promises have been fulfilled for God's people, now in dazzling glory. But then the voice from heaven tells us once again that Jesus is God's beloved, God's only son, and adds to it a command that we now listen to him, Listen to Jesus and we will hear him now inviting us to take up our cross and follow him into his death and resurrection. And that is the rest of the story that the disciples at the Transfiguration have yet to learn. But they will as they follow and listen to Jesus. As they don't get out ahead of him, but stay behind him. It is the final piece of the puzzle and the mystery of God's fullness in Jesus Christ. What we see on the mountain is the revelation of all of the promises of Scripture coming to fulfillment in Jesus. And then we follow him to bear witness to the truly miraculous way that all things are accomplished through his death for us on the cross and his resurrection for us. That is how the kingdom comes to us, how we are welcomed into God's kingdom. It is the glory of the cross that is the fulfillment, of the promise of the glory that we see in this story. It is there that God's glory shines out to us, even as it is hidden in Jesus' own suffering and death for us. In Jesus, all of the pieces come together for us and for our salvation. And what's more, this one who sums up all things abides with us in the Holy Spirit, it is fully present for us in the bread, and the wine, and the word, and the assembly of God's people, just as Jesus has promised. For those with eyes to see, we can witness the promise of the transfiguration fulfilled for us in our worship together. In Jesus' name, Amen. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, and for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the communion of faith in your church, for the gift of relationship with others. For who else? For what else are we thankful this morning? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world, heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Jesus Christ, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land, for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction. For who else, for what else do we pray this morning?